bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody! Welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Julie, and I'm Brandy, and this oh. is the podcast where we tell you how we feel about the week in politics, or as one unsatisfied reviewer said on iTunes, a white non-intersectional discussion. Um, wait. <laughs> so that bitch, <laughs> Raninen or whatever the fuck, uh-huh. clearly heard us mention that review, which is just funny because I forget who, and I should have written it down. I think it was maybe Jim on Twitter said, don't you think people write bad reviews because they know you're going to read them? And I'm oh. like, well, probably, but we still can't resist. So this person still listened, Raninen, and I knew that he or she would. And that bitch went ahead and changed it. <gasps> so now. Really? She's slightly more pissed off. So, and you know, it's a woman. <laughs> I'm just going to call her she because only fucking dumb fuck would do woman would do this shit. So. She changed the subject line. What used to say, okay, look at me while I'm doing it. Okay. She it used to just say, okay. Yeah. In the subject. Now it's just a thumbs down emoji. You twat. <laughs> it's, it's a one star and a thumbs down emoji. Then instead of saying white non-intersectional discussion, it says the whitest feminism, you know. So what I think is that because we were confused. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> We were so confused at what it wow. meant. I think she wanted to clarify that's what it meant. You know what, Raninen? I'd like to talk to you on the show. How about you call your fucking ass in and we'll have a talk about the whitest feminism apparently I know. What do you want to what kind of feminism do you want to talk about? You want to talk about black feminism? You want to talk about Asian feminism? You want to talk about other racial feminism? What do we talk about? I'm thrilled I never get called a feminist. What are your what's your fucking problem? You know, bring <laughs> c- call in. I'd love to fucking talk to you and have a debate over this bullshit. You want to you want to be mad at people who are feminists who are fighting for any You think that it's about being white women? It's about all women, you asshole. So, you have a problem with that? Then maybe you're the problem. Maybe you're not a feminist at all. Hey, Renan, here's my logline for you. Not feminist. Asshole. Okay? Thumbs down. Thumbs down. Thumbs down on your name. Thumbs down. I know what's bugging me the most is that name R A I am. Why is this? Why is it? Why we? Why do you got to racialize maybe feminism? It's, it's about it's, all women. Maybe it's raining. I don't know. Um. All right. So. I mean, listen. Let me also just say, and I know, believe me, please. If any women studies fucking people start to get into a thing about this is feminism and you know, and even in doing the suffragette, they wouldn't let black people. Blah, blah, blah. Listen, I understand. I know. And even in feminism, there's a thing of racial divide and economic boundary. Blah, blah, blah. Don't fucking <laughs> try and school me. Do not. You will not win. You will not win. It's true, I you get won't. it. I got it. I get it. Believe me. But are we talking about our perspective? Yes. Am I white? I'm not apologizing for it. Like it is what it is. Okay, it is what it is. And when I'm talking about feminism, everyone needs to understand. I'm talking about all women, period, the end, across the board. I don't give a fuck what race you are. I don't care what your ethnicity is. I don't care what pronoun you want. <laughs> I'm talking about women, okay, of all kinds. And if that's a problem for you, then I'm not the person you want to be listening to. Okay, that's it. Well, she's still listening, so um, call on in. Maybe bitch. if you want to, Julie is on her period and wants to scream at you. <laughs> Um, you should do it. And it's like, why are you mad at us? So before we go on to the next section, um, <laughs> I set this up for this bitch to lose her shit. I can't. You, it's like, what? It's like, you want to fight? Where, you want to, you want, what are we going to have a feminist on feminist t- fight? Like, this is what you want to, this is the person you want to fight with. This is like infighting within like gay people shit. Like, wrong. this isn't who you need to be fighting with. Okay. But yeah. Are you pissing me off? You want to poke a hornet's nest? Well, well you poked it. Well, maybe and it's the hornets a man and he thinks feminism is annoying. Well, if it's a man, it's even worse. <laughs> this better be a woman. This better be a woman. If this is a man, then this motherfucker is in for the shitstorm of their entire life. You're going to find and hunt him I down. I mean, you will know. Some, yeah, some but people, this better be a woman. 
Um, well, you guys, we're going to start a Patreon. And for oh, yeah. those for those of you who don't know what that is. <laughs> God damn. Oh, that enrages me. I know. It's I'm cute. enraged. It's cute. I couldn't even begin to try and feel an emotion. Um, we did drink this weekend on Saturday and we got fucked up. But now we're not drinking today, which is a, good. I had a whole hangover that whole day on Sunday. Um, but we're going to start a Patreon. And for those of you who don't know what that is. Um, it's a free bitch website where people <laughs> can donate like <clears throat> pennies on the dollar to you for content. And so extra content. Yeah. So we're basically we're going to continue giving this for free. Yes. Embassy Row is the provider of this. Yes. And um, we'll continue making no money for it. Right. And then what we'll do is we'll offer an additional podcast per mm-hmm. week. Yeah. Which won't be politics or it will be whatever we won't be. It won't even have a structure. It's going to be gonna called s- raining down on Renanin. <laughs> it's going to be called <laughs> dumb gay. Um, everything. Everything. And it's going to be called dumb gay to dumb and a gay. And we're going to sit and talk shit about just life and yeah. people. And sometimes maybe we'll just sit and watch TV and just talk about it. Yeah. Maybe we'll just watch the news or who something. knows. But it's going to be an hour podcast same as this and mom i expect you to donate okay it's <laughs> patreon.com mom i expect yeah. you not to be listening well f- exactly phyllis and leon <laughs> if you, this is the one you're listening to every two months this is a good way for parents to give us money without any awkwardness okay that's why patreon was invented it was like how can i get my parents to give me money without it being some awkward? people are like listen patreon i have to say and it's different than um because we were always felt weird about Kickstarter and GoFundMes and iGoGo and Indiegaga mm-hmm. and all Lady Indiegaga and all that stuff. <laughs> because like there does there there's just like a just there just it just yeah, seems unseemly. Exactly. But yeah. <clears throat> um, we had a weird feeling about this too. But we're we getting did. right on past it. We're getting with, past the it, need yeah. for money. That's true. That's and true. also the need to sit here and not talk about politics and just have Julie sing the theme song <laughs> in 14 different embarrassing voices when that passes in an hour and you'll be like, whew, I'm sure glad I paid a dollar for that. Oh, wait till I whip the guitar out. Oh <laughs> God, it's going to be good. Oh, it's going to be all characters, all voices, all crazy shit, getting angry, rage time. Ooh, rage time, rage time. <laughs> there we go. Um, But uh, people are like able to what's cool about it is just the consistency of it rather than what I kind of was sort of surrendered to is the consistency of it over like a Kickstarter where you get a lump sum and this is sort of more like a subscription base which people do without Patreon anyway and we're offering going to offer more shit and it'll keep us like focused in a new way and creatively like otherwise you know and the interactiveness between um, there's like social media aspect to it and well, you'll be able to interact with us more too, and us with you. And I don't know. So check, I think it'd be cool. T- two of the fourteen, you can check it out. I'm mom, you're one of them. We're gonna che- and teen. My co- actually, it's gonna be my cousin, and my mom that pay my bills. <laughs> oh, my cousin Lisa, check it hopefully. Lisa, li- but you you're know. gonna get money from Lisa. Well, I mean, if she wants to subscribe to listen to the extra stuff, what are we gonna do? We can't give comments. I mean, away. teen, I expect to just give me money and not even listen because she's not gonna want to hear us just talk shit. You can Venmo us directly. <laughs> That's true. Uh, that's what we used to always say. People say, do Patreon. I'm like, well, you feel free to just mail me money. Um, but we're going to do this other podcast. And for because some people probably don't want to listen to politics. And um, but and so what we want to hear from you guys is what do you want as perks? Because, first of all, we're not trying to give away a thousand perks. Because it'll be like a dollar, a dollar a week for a dollar for the free podcast. I mean, right. a dollar for the extra podcast. Right. Um, a week or an episode right. and we're going to do one a week yeah. and then after that you know we want to do like you know if you want to give $5 a week then you we can do we can all watch Rachel Maddow in a Google Hangout once a month or right. um, for if you want to give you know $200 a week you get to be a guest on the podcast once a month right? you know or we get call in and we'll talk to you and you can be a guest what you know it's like just what would you want what do you want do you want do you julie want- to call you up as melania and sing you happy birthday or tell you happy birthday i mean there's different things you we just want to i'm hear. willing to do prank calls i'm willing to call your coworkers. you know be like hello i'm looking for chris in receiving and shipping and it could be anyone it could be melania it could be tom price is calling you he wants to talk to you about <laughs> health care he wants to talk about the good stuff and the bad stuff you know mm-hmm. you know any so, of that so whatever you think you'd pay for <laughs> And if there isn't anything with the free podcast, then so so be it. Because um, other people offer ringtones, voicemails. We're not. Yeah, we'll do voicemails. We'll, we'll promote your business. Yeah. Yep. 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 Know? Yep. 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 You know, free ad. We're well, not free, but I guess you pay for it. Yeah, but it's certainly cheaper than ad. any other way to do it. Yeah. 
So we're we're formulating that now, and we're we're excited. It's going to be great. Um, so by next week, the Patreon page will be yes. live, and so um, and I guess I don't even know. We'll, I don't know if we'll have a link. We'll just have a link, but you go on there, and that's you, how you get you it. Search you just, dumb gay politics, and we'll come up. Okay. At least from what I saw from our our initial research of Patreon. We're just trying to be, you know what I mean. We're trying to be proactive. Yeah, we're, we're trying, trying to be proactive. Just accept the thing and be uh, evolve evolve grow and be able to uh you know there is a logistic aspect where you know we gotta we have to i hate to say it but we have to be able to make time is money maybe we'll call it drunk gay politics oh um (laughs) um, because i will be drinking during that one um okay so let's get to the eye of the shit storm (laughs) take some shit Put it up on the wall, check it out for a while. You take that shit up off of the wall, put it down on the floor in a glass bowl. You take some fuck, put it up on the wall where the shit used to be. All right. <laughs> so, this choosing the eye of the shitstorm is sometimes easier than others, but it was especially confounding this week as the whole entire fucking week was a Trump shitstorm. Let's do a quick recap, shall we? We shall. Okay. Monday. Creepy Jared Kushner gave his creepy two-minute press conference. Also Monday, Trump gave a speech to thousands of Boy Scouts that became a political rally speech rather than a speech to children and the Boy Scouts Association in America for the first time in the history of this event, which has been happening every year since 19 motherfucking 20, had to issue an official apology (laughs) on the president's behalf. The fucking Boy Scouts. I mean... Now, we know a lot of them are molesters, but I mean, well, after, also uh, uh, kick gay people. Out. I mean, you know, I, mean, I don't even feel bad for the right. Boy Scouts. Like, go no, but a, but a hundred year old, basically a hundred year old event where presidents just go in and they're like, you know what? You're the future of America. Be kind. Be right. charitable. Right. Help people cross follow the street. your dreams. I mean, like, don't be gross. Be good men. Starts doing a political rally Tuesday at another rally, not to Boy Scouts, in Ohio. Why is the shit always in Ohio with him? What is his deal with Ohio? Because Ohio is like one of those states where if you keep Ohio, it keeps you like, you know, for elections. And I don't understand why. Well, so at a rally in Ohio, Trump said he was the most presidential since Lincoln. (laughs) (laughs) Since Lincoln. Well, we know what happened to Lincoln. But also Tuesday, John McCain flew back from having his surgery and being diagnosed by diagnosed with brain cancer to deliver a dramatic speech on oh. health care and go ahead and vote to move it on forward. This motherfucker. OK, Wednesday, Trump banned transgender people from serving in the military <laughs> or he tweeting. He tweeted that he wanted to anyway, quote, the United States government cannot be burdened. With the tremendous medical costs and disruption that transgender in the military would entail, end quote. After his tweet caused an actual shitstorm, the armed forces addressed the tweet saying there was no new policy that they were aware of. And that they wouldn't, in- they also were like, we're not going to be um, putting in any, enacting any policies until um, the Pentagon and like it's actually made into policy. Because it's not a policy. It a policy, it's a tweet. Fuck. You don't just think of something and do that. Ooh, I've decided today that um, what I, you, you just can't. It's and we just heard that there's this rumor. Well, it's it's already convoluted, but you know, like there some hot mic with the lady from Alaska. Um, oh, because she was bullied and well, that whole thing. What was her name? Her name was McCaskill. Like, yeah, Murkowski. She she's the senator from Alaska. She in the first healthcare thing, she voted um, no. And so at that point, like Trump's one of Trump's cronies in, uh-huh. in the cabinet mm-hmm. called up her, like her office in Alaska and basically threatened that they weren't going to look favorably on her constituents and on, on Alaska. And she's like, I just got elected. It was a landslide. Go fuck yourself. You don't scare me. I don't give a fuck. So then there's like some kind of hot mic. She had somebody had on a, a live microphone oh, I love that. at, I guess, the, the healthcare thing. Which is how it was even found out, I think, that he was threatening her because she was like oh. telling somebody. She's oh. like, she's like, he called up my office and he's like threatening me. And then everyone's like, oh, hot damn. You know what I mean? Shit. That's and then in addition to that, you hear Murkowski and the other guy, I should have looked up who she's talking to, saying how he's insane. And they're, they're literally having a private conversation where she, he's like, he's, I mean, this guy's fucking crazy. Like literally, like we're scared. And she's like, I'm worried. And he's like, I know, it's real. It's legit. We're, so 
it, to me, so uh, that's already being rumored. And then we read a thing on Twitter by Robert Reich. Who yes. Talked to like a former Republican senator yep. who or congressman or something who said that, you know, that they all know he's certifiable. He's firing everyone because he's paranoid. He yep. thinks they're all getting together and planning a coup. The, right. And that they live. They feel that they're in a banana republic. And there's to me nothing more indicative of him <laughs> we're in banana republic <laughs> and, with all you know high and, end shitty and you clothes know, exactly and you do need to get the fuck out of there um, um uh, it's so gap but pastel to me there's no thing more indicative of him being like actually crazy you guys i mean actually crazy which is the rumor this is an, a th- rumor that the republicans are like this guy's certifiable he's paranoid he's acting on paranoia that he's gonna tweet out a, a, a non sequitur about and where did that come from out of nowhere, I've got transgender not being allowed. And then everyone in the military is like, that's not actually a rule. That's so like he was. Good he, night. Th- it was a rule. Like when well, with no, Don't but ask- not anymore. Well, exactly. And it's like, what are you going to try and bring back some? Because what happened? You and Pence were sitting around at midnight. And Pence was like, if only I could get those transgendered. Not in the military. I mean, who? Trump isn't thinking about that. Who, who thought of that? That's what I want to know. Because he's crazy and he's whatever. But he's not worried about transgender people in the maybe, military maybe it's jo- john kelly since he's all militaried out who knows but i just think weird. you're insane so if you're weird gonna tweet that it there's a legislative process so and weird. even i know that and i mean <laughs> it's like basic effective immediately there will be no transgendered people in the military any oh longer god, like, like what god he's so all right so you know who needs to not be in the military men <laughs> There, How about like, that? I was like, m- maybe if m- all m- men were banned m- from the military, our whole world would be different and better, and nobody would be killing each other. I'm just saying. Thursday, just it out there, is that white feminism for you, Renanin? Thursday, the colossal cinematic defeat of the shitty skinny girl healthcare bill, <laughs> <laughs> complete with stitched up John McCain hobbling out and making a dramatic uh. thumbs down. Followed by a Matthew McConaughey time to kill style speech from Mitch McConnell, who also has a double M name like Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> I'm very disappointed <laughs> that this happened. I didn't want this to happen, but it did. <laughs> I thought that John McCord would have <laughs> voted, would have voted our you, like, way. You look like him. But, You're oh, yeah, turning but, into a turtle over uh, there behind our way, your but mic. But it didn't. He was, he was walking up and down the floor, talking very slow, and I was just like, "Look at Mitch! Like Mitch is giving <sighs> it to the girl. I mean, honey. please serving it. And Piss. also, but John McCain, you're not Emperor Nero. You're not Caligula. You walked into the freaking what's it called? You know, the round thing with the games. Yeah. What am I thinking of? The Colosseum. The Colosseum. It's like he walked into the Colosseum, put his thumb up, thumb down. It was like. <sighs> I wasn't even player. I Mitch. was like, don't hate the player, hate the game, son. He put he put the shit, the stitches over his brain cancer brain, <laughs> and then he walked in and put the vote forward, and everybody just got their fucking knickers in a twist. Yeah, it's just and he had it all planned out. The Clearly. fucking stunt queen, stunt queen, stunt walk. He's like, I am gonna walk the fuck out there. I mean, they need to play. I'm gonna do a death drop. Yeah, they should have played Sissy That Walk like I, and all of the other queens around him should have gone, oh, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's I mean, it was like Paris executive, is burning. Executive realness, honey. Yeah. Executive yeah. brain cancer I mean, realness. He did <laughs> and I wasn't mad at it. I wasn't mad. Julie was mad. I was like, oh, I'm not even mad. That's not queen planned his shit out. I was like, let old Megan McCain with her fat ass let fucking the wife and her yellow dress let them all just live and let him have his you know prisoner of war moment uh-huh. and mm-hmm. he did and he, he did. did and you know Lindsay had a miniature heart on oh right? miniature <laughs> well it was full on well it's, it's a miniature oh, full size it was <laughs> <laughs> well it's or it's half length either way you look at it right well <laughs> he was fully Erect. Fully erect. Well, <laughs> he was fully erect. I wasn't going to have my my, wow. my honey's lawn jockey have his moment, and I was behind him. Yeah, Lindsay just went home and was like, oh, took a, the shrine that he's got <laughs> to his boyfriend. I'm so proud of John. And he cried, and he's he like, I'm so that proud. Out. I wish that he loved me the oh. way I love him. Okay. <laughs> okay, You're sorry. up. Well, then on Friday, everything culminated in a dumb gay politics prediction come to pass. When White House <laughs> Chief of Staff Rancid Pubes resigned and was replaced by Secretary of Homeland Security General John Kelly. Like, wow. 
And that is one shit storm of a week. That girl. is. And you know what? All the way to today, oh. which is actually yesterday when you guys are hearing this, when fucking scary mooch <laughs> resigned or and or fired. was fired. I mean, they're all be- getting fired. I mean, I appreciate the one thing I have to say is I appreciate this should be my so there's that is that at least they're letting these guys not be fired. They're letting them say they quit, which is giving them um, a little bit of dignity. But they're being fired. I don't want them to have any dignity. Well, no. Well, that's of course not. But they're allowing them the dignity and they are um, they're completely getting fired. There's no way. It's so strange how the act of firing them Fire resigning them, refiring them, resigning, <laughs> uh-huh. resign, firing uh-huh. them. Uh-huh. Almost turns them into like strange protagonists. Like because Scary Mooch was so grotesque when he today or yesterday ended up, you know, getting kicked out. All I could think about was like how wherever Sean Spicer was throwing back his fucking shots of oh. whiskey, just like celebrating with rancid and i was like happy for them yeah and i'm like why am i happy for them like i don't even like them no it really did (laughs) did make these guys who are were terrible sean was awful into uh a victimized like well, you want them to have their vindictive victory. Like, yeah. I want them to be like, but the problem yeah, is bitch. That, yeah, but the thing is, is that Ransa Pubes, Sean Spicer, both of them, neither of them is... Nobody's like, if it were me... Yes. If it were yes, me... Yes, sir. If it were me... My, Set the stage My for desire <laughs> for vengeance... Right. ...is tr- literally trumps, no pun intended, trumps, my feeling... My, the most intense feeling next to lesbian love that i feel (laughs) i'm quite sure your rage well maybe not i'm a very passionate person brandy (laughs) the uh, is revenge vengeance i know vengeance i know and rage and vengeance are they're one and the same because it's the same feeling but like i would fucking have a press conference spilling all the tea of course all the tea and i would be on every show and i would never not be on every show for as long as I could be on TV talking about how terrible I would spill every single secret, I would tell every single thing. Well, they had to have signed an NDA, but what I think here is that they being Leak the, it. being the the Grotsky biatches that they are. Yes. They're serving the beast, which is the Republican Party. Right. They're they're shimmying up whatever the shoring up their losses <laughs> and they want to get the fuck out of there and they want to maintain a job and they don't want to set the barn on fire as they walk away, you know, with their shades on, which is what we do. Oh, you know yes. what I mean? God, yes. Like, even when like Rance had quit and it was like, I, I don't know if I told you this. I thought I just told you this and not the podcast, but, and Anderson Cooper was like, you know, everyone on Anderson Cooper was saying, oh, Trump hates, you know, weak people. And basically he hates oh, yeah. pussies. Right. And he always thought Rancid was weak and was right. a pussy and all this shit. And right. so it's like, well, then scary, scary Mooch goes on and calls him a paranoid schizophrenic mm-hmm. and talks all this shit. And it's like, you know, and Anderson Cooper's like, well, I wonder if if Rancid would have called, you know, up the New Yorker and you've done a rebuttal and talked shit about Scary Mooch if Trump would have given him respect then. And I'm just like, yeah, like you whether Trump gave him respect or not, the world would have gotten so behind him if he would have called up there and been like, you fucking grotesque sack of shit. Like, yep. don't even try it. Everyone in this administration a piece of shit yep. I didn't leak anything and you know not I did leak everything yeah. because this fucking Im- administration is is corrupt yep. and terrible and disgusting and I had an, and I mean become the leaker become the, yes. the superhero the of hero yeah and he, he definitely the didn't, ha- didn't have the balls to do it none of them do because they are pussies they're they're <laughs> what's I mean a pussy can be strong a pussy oh god <laughs> because then they are weak they're yes. weak. They're fearful. They're fear based and they're pandering to the Republican Party and they're not leading and being like, suck my ass. I guarantee you Trump would have done it. <laughs> oh, my God. He would come out and be like, I wish I could do Trump's voice. I can't do it. I'm glad we have enough people doing All it. All right. Well, he would come out and just be like, they didn't know what they were doing. It was stupid. <laughs> um, they were idiots, morons. It was destruction. It was destruction. Distru- and distressing. he would have said, I leaked it. Right. I leaked the shit. You know what? And I did it because I'm not scared and I'm going like, to continue working. And I mean, go write a book. Go do whatever it is. Everyone loves a whistleblower. Love. I mean, I'm you not even You could start mad. your own consultant company called Whistleblowing. That's a good idea. Star us. And Kellyanne Conway can run it with you. Oh, God. I wish. Ugh. I mean, I don't know. I just. Uh, 
I hope they're happy today because <laughs> I think they must be. And I don't really Maybe we'll understand. see a change. I mean, I don't know. You'd think that Sean Spicer especially would like have learned something. Will have just like he would even with SNL, like you got to this that did. It's one thing like, you know, people say shit to you or without, you know, we understand people say shit to you and it's whatever. But like when you notice that the entire country feels a certain way about you, do you think you have self-reflection or do you love like or do you I just... think you do. I do. And I think that that's why I said and my predictions came true, you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I was wondering when people are going to start resigning, like get the fuck away from there. And I think he he started the process back when old fucking Sarah. Yeah. Huckabee came through the thing. He was like, I want to distance myself from this. I don't want to take the fall from you anymore. Right. I'm sick of your shit. He, Trump never wanted him. He never liked Trump. He probably came out there with that attitude because he was always treated like shit and he, and he hated Trump. Trump hated him or there was definitely dislike there. He didn't want to hire him. Right. It was rancid pubes that wanted right. to hire him. And so, you know, I think he was distancing himself and I think there was self-reflection. Unfortunately with Trump is the one I wish would just be like, resign I know. I mean I know. just come and be like it's clear most people don't like me right or even if the even if it's not clear even if half even if it's half and half I would just come and say I'm dividing everyone and I don't want to polarize it's the not working anymore. I also don't want yeah. anyone looking at my, my my financial records let's just forget about the whole Russia thing because <laughs> I honestly can't have you looking at my shit let's just forget about just go, all of this ever l- happened let's just you know what I'm gonna go back to Trump Tower I'm gonna Mar-a-Lago I double I already doubled my money there like, I'm going to go make my deals yeah. with Russia. I'm going to make my deals with China. Everything I needed happened. So now I'm just going to go ahead and go. Mike Pence, take over, please. You can go ahead and ban everybody that you want. Blah, 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 meow, yeah. meow. Let's will it into existence because straight up, okay. I've willed the last two things into existence. That's true. Um, let's talk to a real life person. Let's have huh. a kiki. I want to have a kiki. Lock the doors. Right. Let's have a kiki. Motherfucker. I'm going to let you have it. Let's have a kiki. It's time for Off Limits, the part of the show where we interview someone about a subject lots of people consider off limits, politics. But our guest today is no stranger to talking politics in a public forum. He does it every week on his own podcast called The Bob Seska Show. I urge you guys to go to bobseska.com and check his shit out. This guy is a smarty pants Lance, to say the least, and he's as passionate as Meow Meow when it comes to being on the left side of the law. Mm -hmm. More shocking than him agreeing to come on our dumb, stupid show is that one of our 14 listeners actually suggested it. So thank you, Manet Cupcake slash Twixie Martell, who apparently is also smart enough to listen to Bob Seska. Um, who she slash he considers ex- <laughs> extremely sexy and smart. Ooh, it's all mysterious. <laughs> she slash he, who knows? In addition to his podcast, Bob writes for Salon.com, The Daily Banter, and The Huffington Post. And he's been on every goddamn news show that we'd give our left tit to be on, including the most importantly gay Rachel Maddow show. <laughs> All right, so we're just going to shoot the shit and pick the brain of the sexy, smart, gay-adjacent, two degrees of Rachel Maddow guy, Mr. Bob Seska. Hey, Bob. <laughs> Hello. You know, it says on my business card, Bob Seska, smarty pants. So I appreciate you uh, reinforcing that branding. Thank you. I thought you were going to say gay-adjacent, but either is good. Gay-adjacent, well, that's, uh, I'm, you know, I maybe need to reprint them. Smarty pants, gay-adjacent, either one. It's so perfect. <laughs> Okay, so first of all, I'm starting the new. I'm starting a new political party, the gay adjacent party. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Julie! I would. Da- to I want to be in command. it. I want to be the. Yeah, I want to be the chairman of the <laughs> gay adjacent slash gay board. I want to. Oh my god, what a dream! What a dream! Okay, so first of well, all, thank you for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. This is fun. This is gonna be fun. Oh yeah! Oh my god! Thank you for coming on. For real, seriously, like us and two other people are listening to this. <laughs> Um, okay, so that's the best kind of show. It's, you know, it's funny. You said you had fourteen listeners. I have nine. So oh, I, you perfect. know, this will be a, a big step up for me. Oh my god, we are completely helping each other out. This is going to be great. <laughs> but when it's all said and done, we'll have what's fourteen plus nine? Hold on, <laughs> I need to count. 15, 15, 15 16, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. Oh, is that right? I think I don't know. Dumb gay politics. Okay, so Bob. Well, no, you see, you have to use Trump math. 14 plus 9 equals 12 million. <laughs> exactly. I know. It's true. We're going to have the That's most listeners that ever, anyone's ever had on any podcast. 
ever. <laughs> yeah, we're the most presidential. We're the most podcastliest podcast <laughs> ever in the history of podcasts. That's true. Very, very tremendous, as I can tell you. Yeah. Believe me. <laughs> okay, so I want to know, just from listening to your podcast, are you friends with any Republicans, and that includes anyone in your family? Mm. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, I, I have several Republican friends. And, you know, I wheel that out. It's like like mentioning your black friends. Yeah. So I, oh, yeah, I've got Republican friends. So therefore, I can make fun of them because I do have black uh, Republican friends. Right. Oh, my God, I nearly said the other thing. Uh, no, I mean, I, you know, some of my family members are, are Republicans. Uh, I've dated a Republican uh, you know, before. Fact, have you dated two one? When I was in high school, I was a Republican. Ooh, 30 that's years good. ago, something like that, when I didn't know anything. Yeah, see, you're And then, and then I went to college, and then, of course, liberal academia indoctrinated me, and I became a liberal. By the way, Anthony Scaramucci, totally in love with Donald Trump. Oh. I am absolutely convinced that he, he fell hard for Donald Trump. He was imitating Donald Trump's gestures. Yeah, we saw those videos where they he... He memorized them. Do you think it's a true romantic gay love or like a weird bro Republican love? Or what? it could be uh, one and the same, but it could you know be I mean? absolutely the same. I'm not ruling anything out. We're, we're beyond normal in the Trump era. So whatever it, it could actually be that Anthony Scaramucci is deeply, madly, profoundly oh. in love with Donald Trump. <laughs> and now he's standing outside the Oval Office holding up a boom box <laughs> over his head. Right, right. <laughs> playing the Peter Gabriel song, hoping that Trump will take him back. Well, I, for one, am sad that he's gone because his, you know, veneers and oh. his bleached hair, his dyed hair <laughs> and his Botox, I found endlessly entertaining and just completely... Gross. And so and that leads us to the question that Julie really wanted to ask you, even though this is Brandy saying it. What is your favorite? Because my favorite thing to talk about was him for 10 days or mm -hmm. eight days. Um, <laughs> now I'm fucked. But what's your favorite thing to talk about? Because you 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 talk about everything and you know about and, a lot of written it about a ton of different things. So what's your favorite well, you know, it's a really good question because there, there are kind of three things that I've been covering primarily, whether it's on Salon.com or on my podcast. And, and, that's, I, I, and, and there's nothing funny about this, but I mean, suffice to say, it's, it's health care. Uh, I also talk about the Trump-Russia investigation, and that's, a, that's one I've been covering for just over a year now. In fact, I first started talking about it on, the sh on my podcast around July 26th of 2016, so it's, it's now just a little over a year. Oh, happy wow. anniversary. And then also, I, I, you know, I, when I, I have a degree in political science, hey, look at, look at fancy schmancy me, uh, but in the, in the course of studying politics in, in college, you know, a thousand years ago, uh, my area of concentration was the American presidency, so I do spend a lot of time telling everyone who will listen this guy is tremendously dangerous, not just because of Russia and not just because of the people he appoints, but because of the way he behaves as president, which to me is his behavior is absolutely impeachable. So I, I do spend a lot of time talking about how unpresidential Donald Trump is and, and how his behavior is destroying uh, very important traditions that are that that we've always had in the presidency that have actually been sort of a glue that holds the whole thing together. And without those things, well, we're we're seeing what's happening. You know, things start to fall apart. The entire system starts to to crumble around it. Well, which I think is which, very very bad. Which leads us into the, where we're where we're at now. And these rumors going around that Trump is firing everyone due to his paranoid delusions and that Republicans yeah. are baking on the fact that he's crazy and they're going to use the 25th Amendment to get him out. But what if anything, and since you've done so much research and you, you have sort of like a, you know, a degree, a, a degree <laughs> and a magnifying glass on it, um, what do you think, if anything, can be done to get Trump out? Well, I, I think the most likely scenario is one that was similar to uh, to Nixon, which was that the Republicans finally decide to cut bait, that he's not worth the trouble, he's not worth the loss in terms of uh, what's going to happen in 2018. So they go to him, they send a, a few uh, members of the Senate up to, uh, up to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, they say, listen, Mr. President, for the good of the party, we need to ask you to step down, and the subtext being, or else... Uh, because if he, and, he, and he won't step down. He'll, he'll say, "Of course, right. no. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Are you kidding me? I'm not going to resign. I'm not that that stupid." And and they'll of course then start to exercise the or else part, 
which will either likely be an invocation of the 25th Amendment or the beginning of impeachment proceedings. And we can, expect, we, we can especially anticipate that if uh, the Democrats uh, hustle and are able to win back the House uh, in, in 2018. Yeah. So well, the most the, likely is, scenario is... What's the timeline oh, with, your, with this likely scenario? I mean, are we talking like two years from now or like two months? You know, it could be tomorrow. Uh, it, it's really hard to Yay. tell what the timeline is. I mean, no, <laughs> yeah, I mean, no one anticipated that Anthony Scaramucci was going to get fired after 11 days. Mm. And, and he's not, you know, this is not some minor position. I mean, this is, he's in charge of the, but he was in charge. I should use the past tense now. He was in charge with the entire public face. I mean, minus Donald Trump himself, but the entire public face of the White House. That's what the White House communications director is in charge of. And, and they have, I mean, I've never seen it where someone's been hired to that high-level post inside the White House and only survived there for 11 days. It's absolutely remarkable really and, and probably a consequence of John Kelly, at least what I'm, I'm seeing here. Right, people uh, want to be like, John Kelly got in there and was like, uh, you, you got to yeah. go. You, you got to go. We can't <laughs> be having this. And he wants to say that it was, oh, we don't want the chaos. But it's like, you're in a chaotic, no matter what. I mean, at least it seems to me, I don't know, what do you think could be even changed? John Kelly, fine, they have him, and he's the general, blah, blah, blah. But is he really going to be able to fix the chaos that is Donald Trump? Donald Trump is the chaos, isn't he? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, anyone who believes now that John Kelly's going to come in and somehow control Donald Trump and somehow Donald Trump is going to become uh, miraculously presidential out of all of this and disciplined and rational and and not using Twitter except to, you know, mention about meetings with this person or that person, you know, that's never going to happen. I mean, it's just, it's, again, it's the old metaphor of, of Lucy holding the football for Charlie Brown. He, everyone keeps saying it, all the, the wise old men in the D.C. establishment keep saying, well, at any minute, Donald Trump's going to become presidential, and then he never does. You know, it's like Fareed Zakaria saying, in this moment, Donald Trump became president. Well, no, 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 he can never truly ever become presidential because his deepest instincts are also the ones that are the most vocal and uncontrollable. His darkest instincts are the ones that always emerge on Twitter or when he's talking at a rally or something like that. And that's going to continue on and on. No one is going to control Donald Trump. John Kelly will come in and maybe control some of the, the staff, get some sort of uh, message discipline. But remember, even when uh, the White House seemed to have a message, say, for example, on the firing of James Comey. Donald Trump was the one who then went to Lester Holt and said, oh, yeah, never right. mind all of that. I fired him because right. of Russia. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would have done it anyway. So yeah. screw message discipline. He's going to do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah, it's like that saying, like, wherever you go, there you are. <laughs> He's always <laughs> yeah. going to be there. I mean, and like, so that it's like so Julie, when when he first started doing his cabinet when during the transition and then inauguration, Julie was like particularly horrified about the Steve Bannon, <laughs> Rancid Pubes, Sean Spicer like faction. And so I mean, she voted Steve Bannon the ugliest person in government. And I think we know that's saying a lot because there are some hideous. I mean, that one, that ginger, he's so ugly. Oh. But um, so now two of those three are gone. Ugh. I want to know, one, yeah. do you think Bannon is next? And two, I mean, since they sucked so hard, isn't it kind of good they're gone or... Is it worse now? I mean, I was going to say the scary mooch well, is making it worse, but he's now fucking gone too. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's sort of a, a situation where it's the devil you know. It's sort of like, well, do we want to keep Bannon? And we were familiar with what Bannon does and what he, uh, how he operates and what his goals are. But you know, he could get fired and get replaced with someone who's even worse, uh, which is uh, entirely possible. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, thought, someone I mean, who can actually, actually perform that act upon himself rather than just trying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the difference between Stan, Steve Bannon and maybe someone yeah. who's more Well, maybe, maybe if Bannon. there was a guy who did have a big dick in that administration, they wouldn't all be such pieces of shit. Maybe that's the problem. Well, you need problem. a big dick and like a yoga <laughs> I mean, really. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's not so much <laughs> a, a demand for a big one. It's a demand for a long one. <laughs> a yeah. long one. That's what that, I should you say. You need a really, You're right. really long one. A long one. one. You have and to be unfortunately, flexible. Steve Bannon, you know, we underscore the word trying. He was trying to do that. That's what <laughs> yeah. Scaramucci said. He never actually was able to achieve it. And, you know, 
Exactly. Do you There's think a lot that, more I could say about can, that. Is there a way to fire Mike Pence too? Do you think? Like, I'm, I'm. My thing is like, okay, let's say Trump gets impeached, but then we're left with Mike Pence. Isn't that terrible? Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad to have Mike Pence in there. Although the one difference between Mike Pence and Donald Trump is that Mike Pence w- wouldn't be destroying the the executive branch of government as as, as quickly as Donald Trump is. Uh, there, we wouldn't have this like ongoing insanity of where we could, mm-hmm. we, you know, where we could actually take a day or two and report on other things besides Donald Trump. It's it's right. Donald Trump's erratic, spastic, Twitter toddler behavior that is, is to me, uh, one of the most toxic aspects of his presidency, because then we have no choice. He is thrusting his giant pumpkin head into our lives every minute of every day. I actually felt that. You felt the thrust? I did. I felt the pumpkin thrust. Just like, God, it's too big. Get out of here with that head. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, I mean, it's it's just, you know, it it gets to the point where I I think just the very very fact that we have to deal with Donald Trump's personality is really what is so corrosive in the debate. Because we're not talking, with Mike Pence at least, we'd be talking about the issues. And, oh, God, I can't believe he's going to do that, and we need to stop him from doing that. It's not, oh, God, we need to stop him from doing that. Plus, oh, God, he's destroying, (laughs) he's ruining our reputation around the world because he's a complete dickhead. Well, Well, okay, fine. Julie's gay, so she's scared Mike Pence is going to make being gay illegal. Well, well he you know, wants to. Possible. He yeah, does want to. I mean, he'll do some things, and, and certainly try. he's he'll try. He's got a record hey. of yeah. Better men have tried, Mr. <laughs> Pence. Better men have tried, um, <laughs> and women. Here, I have a. I don't even know how to ask this question correctly. Okay, so we're talking about Trump and the Twitter baby and Pumpkinhead and boop boop boop. Yum yum yum. What is it that you think that people who, who let's say, voted for him but are still supporting him, like, would they interview people on the news and we see these people who are like, well, I think Trump's doing a great job and let him do his work and blah, blah, blah. What is it? What, yeah, what do you think that they're thinking? What is it that they, what is it? Am I? Crystal meth. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, it's a combination like, of Matt <laughs> and Fox News Channel. Yeah, I mean, so listen, we, you know, what I would really love to, and we keep trying to get someone on here to talk to them about it, because I really do want to know. And like, if you took out whatever you think Obama did or didn't do, and Hillary's emails, and all the bullshit, I really want them to be able to explain, or I don't know if you have any insight into what it is that you think. Just what do you think personally? What is it that they... What are they believing? What is it that they're thinking? Why? Just why? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's a combination of things. Certainly, it, it has a lot to do with, uh, I think there's a, uh, a bigotry aspect to all of this. I mean, you know, just if you look at, and I'm just looking at the very surfacey aspects of, these, uh, of this dividing line between people who support Trump and, and the rest of us who don't. And, and first of all, tr- Donald Trump is the polar opposite in every way of Barack Obama. Oh, so right. if you're entering the voting booth, or you're entering the 2016 election, and you hate Barack Obama, you're going to pull. You're going to vote for the person who is the exact opposite of Barack Obama, and and I think that's what a lot of a lot of Trump voters did. I think though, if, if you dig down even deeper than that, obviously, you've got a uh, an entire cable news network. In fact, up until recently the most popular cable news network on television basically engaging in propaganda pro-trump propaganda right essentially telling their audience what they want their audience to believe about donald trump and their audience will of course believe it it's a uh, it's a level of brainwashing it's a level of uh, of uh, disinformation that we've never seen before where this entire network is is established to backstop this particular personality. So they're getting all of their information. All these Trump voters are getting their information exclusively through Fox News Channel and certainly <clears throat> AM talk radio, right. which we can't discount that influence as That's well. Because, true. yeah, I mean, and they're listening to that 24-7. I mean, even at night when they're sleeping, they're, they're <laughs> hearing the overnight shows and so on. And this is, this is well documented. There's a documentary called The Brainwashing of My Dad. which is uh, really enlightening in terms of, uh, you know, sort of charting 
and following as a case study how someone goes from being like a Kennedy Democrat to a hardcore Trump voter, and what are the what are the media influences that created that change? And it's uh, it's really starting to look at that. So I mean, as far as Trump supporters go, it is absolutely a matter of brainwashing. They have been indoctrinated into this mindset where uh, the the traditional press that we all rely upon as an institution is fake news. They've been told over and over again that it's fake news and it can't be trusted. And by the way, this other news on Fox News Channel not only is real, but suits your entire worldview precisely and encourages you to be as bigoted and as obnoxious as you possibly ever wanted to be. So do, Make you, it okay do, you think, to do all of those? Do things. they think that we are brainwashed by CNN and MSNBC and Rachel Maddow's Regina? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I don't know I mean, if it's Julie that in is, particular. But, <laughs> but, but they, they believe that uh, everything that we say about Trump supporters, they're saying about us. Right. I mean, we right. can say, oh, well, they're stupid for supporting Donald Trump. And they're going, well, they're stupid for not supporting Donald Trump. Right. I like that answer, and, uh, though. You're the, you're the first person. And I mean, no one's ever really said that. And it makes a lot of sense that they're, you know, as much as we're watching our news, they're watching their news and it's just a barrage and they are being being brainwashed, you know? Yeah. But I mean, the difference is, is the difference is, is that the uh, the anti-Trump side of this uh, equation has objectivity, math. Uh, science, <laughs> facts, reality, all in support of our argument. I mean, you can go down one study after another, one poll after another. You can go look at the original source material, whether it's a piece of legislation like the Affordable Care Act uh, or executive orders that the president is currently signing. And we can see all of the facts laid out right there, devoid of the color of propaganda, which is what you get on Fox News Channel. So they may say <laughs> they may say the anti-Trumpers are stupid and they never read anything. When in fact, objectively speaking, you can look uh, at everybody on the anti-Trump side and see, oh well, they're highly educated. <laughs> Shocker, right? <laughs> you know, whereas the opposite is true for the uh, for the Trumpers. You, so they're you... less educated. They're less knowledgeable about what's happening in the world. Sorry, not sorry. But <laughs> it's true. I mean, yeah. you know, it is what it is. Uh, OK, you brought up health care. Let's talk about health care for a second. So for th- our audience, uh, um, are morons. So yeah. including us <laughs> now, I, can, I should only speak for myself, I guess. Now, when it comes to health care, I get super confused because I don't pay attention. I disassociate from it. I have weird sag after health care. And then if I don't have it, I just pretend that I do have it even when I don't have it because I can't pay for it. I just go along like, oh, I'm never going to this weird tumor. That's fine. I'm just going to pop it. So just like whatever. So Ob- Obamacare versus I mean, I don't even know what they're what, what are they calling it now? The skinny care. Yeah, I, the I mean, it's just, so first of all, I want to ask if you were to give a basic summary of what it is that the Republicans hate about the Affordable Care Act and what it is that the Democrats are trying to keep. Could you could you summarize that in very basic terms for people? Did that make I sense? I can summarize it in three. For me. I can summarize it in three words. Great. They hate Obama. <laughs> right. Really? It's about- that basic? I thought it was about money. Like, they just don't want to give money to the insurance companies and and continue bailing. They don't want to pay for poor people. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's certainly, if you look at Republican lawmakers, it certainly runs contrary to their orthodoxy. Certainly that's why they can't do health uh, care reform, because the things that you have to do in order to enact health care reform are all contrary to <laughs> Republican ideology. Right, which is You can't to provide pay. subsidies. Right. You can't provide a safety net. You right. can't provide something that is, I mean, health care by its very nature, or health insurance, I should say, is a collective sharing thing where if I'm paying my monthly premium, I'm not paying that into a bank account. I'm paying that into the health insurance company, and they're using that money to pay for the health care of someone who needs it at this particular moment. Right. You know, so that's this that is that's basically a form of wealth redistribution, and <laughs> they don't like that. So it's, it runs contrary to what they believe. I think for most Trump voters and most Republican voters. The opposition to Obamacare has everything to do with 
they won this, and now we're going to take it away from them because we don't like them. Yeah, it doesn't That's make entirely it. entirely what it is. And it, it seems like the people, the blue-collar people who voted for Trump, who want their jobs and their coal mining jobs and their freaking, you know... Crystal math. Crystal, <laughs> crystal math. Like, <laughs> the people who would need the health care that would need these kinds of subsidies, like, they don't... Their health care will be taken away, but they think that they're going to get something better in return while we're talking about health savings accounts and... Yeah. You know, the insurance, uh, like, do they not? I mean, it's like, I don't fully understand it either, but they it, don't understand it. But they know that they're not going to get. No, they don't. They're, they're not going to get anything. I mean, yeah. d- am I crazy? Well, I would say about I just half not- of them understand that, that that's going to be the case. I think that uh, if you look at the polling on the uh, on the various versions of Trump care, the range of approval for the various forms of Trump care, whether it's the skinny repeal or a full repeal or the BCRA or what have you, that's around maybe 15 or 17 percent. And 15 or 17 percent approval. Right now, Donald Trump has an approval rating of about 38 percent. So if you put those two numbers together, uh. you've got half <laughs> of those people who approve of Donald Trump supporting this move to repeal uh. health care. So. I think half of them don't want this to happen. The other half is just so goddamn stupid. They don't know what the hell is going on. Because if they if they knew what was happening with health care reform at this point, with Trump care or the repeal or whatever you call it, they would be terrified. Because, let's put it this way, in many of the versions of the uh, the current Republican plans for repealing Obamacare, you have opt-out language for pre-existing conditions. So in other words, they're offering the states the Mm. opportunity and the latitude to opt out of covering people with pre-existing conditions. Which, isn't that everyone? Now, what states do you think are going to be the first ones to opt out? Of course it'll be all of the red states, or at least the states that have uh, Republican governors and Republican legislatures, because... They want to stick it to Obama, too. So as soon as they're given the opportunity to opt out, it's, it's, it's Republican areas of the country that will be hit hardest by this. It's, it's Republicans with pre-existing conditions who are going to get primarily screwed by any effort to re- uh, repeal Obamacare. And they don't know it because they haven't <laughs> been told. And no, wait, on your podcast, I heard you mention it. I think you guys called it like this single-payer system or something? Yes. So that is what we want? I literally haven't even heard that term, and we've been doing our podcast every week. We've talked about healthcare like so many times. But I was like, what the fuck? I mean, God. Our poor listeners. Well, so, you know, I'm glad you it? brought that up. I'm, I'm glad you brought up how uh, odd it sounds to say single-payer because I don't think people should be saying single-payer because how do you, you know, it should be, the definition or the actually the way we describe it should be self-explanatory. What they should change it to is something that's more understandable, like Medicare for all. So basically, oh. you know, if, if I was given the opportunity to change uh, the health care system, what I would do is I would go into the Medicare Act that was signed by LBJ 52 years ago, mm. and I would just take out the line that says 65 years or older. You just take that out and then med- make Medicare available to all Americans as a choice. You can either get... Medicare, or you can be on a private health insurance plan, or you can be on a combination of both, which is what people who, this were retirees, anyone who's older than 65 years old, that's what they have that choice. So you just make that choice available for everyone. And if you don't want government-run health care, then fine. <laughs> go to Blue Cross Blue Shield or go to Kaiser or go to whoever and get your insurance that way. But if you want a government-run health insurance program, that is going to be more affordable and better than you can sign up for Medicare. Could it also be and called that's it. Light that's Canada? Single payer. <laughs> is that, is an, that, is that, could that be another name? Light Canada? Because isn't that what they do? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Like, in fact, it is like what Canada <laughs> Okay, good. Now I get it. I like it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, my mom said they, they still have to pay yeah, and think, Medicare. Um, and that makes perfect sense. I think it's sense. the Australian system that is, would be most similar to what 
I think the Democrats are proposing at this point. Well, I don't really because in like Australia, they have, Medi- they have literally Medicare for all. That's well, what it's called Like Australia. Australia sounds more glamorous. Yeah. Not with all due Canada. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> right? Australia is more glamorous. Yep. Oh, sorry. Plus it's um, got the cool accent. Exactly. You, you can say it with the accent. Why is it that they continue to be like, it's a death spiral. It's a, people are dying. And they're, they're like the, the fear mongering and the, the way they talk about Obamacare is if like people are, it's in a spiral and people are going to die. And it's like, no, it's the other way around. If you get rid of people's health care now, they are going. There's a there was a goddamn lady in a wheelchair with no arms at Mitch McConnell's right. office being like, don't take my health care away. And they're like, no, this is better for you. Like, what the fuck? They yeah, again, this is more disinformation. This is, I mean, by every study. There's the the Affordable Care Act is not falling apart. It's not imploding. In fact, most okay. of Obamacare is wildly successful and and wildly popular. What they're talking about is they're talking about a, a few anecdotal stories. They've been able to dig up some people here or there, maybe some from Phoenix, maybe some from other uh, red states where they didn't uh, enact any Medicaid expansion and they didn't start up any. Uh, Obamacare marketplace for purchasing insurance, and they find people there who either misunderstood the law or misunderstood how they should buy insurance and, uh, and got confused and are now paying way too much in premiums, or right. you know their, right. their area actually doesn't have lower premiums because of where they live and because of the demographics of that area. So you know they take those few pockets of, of horror stories and they expand that into, oh, Obamacare is collapsing. Right. And yeah, if they really, right, you know, right, 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 if, right, right. If, if that's really the diagnosis, then fix what's broken. Right. <laughs> you know, that's, that seems to me as if that's the problem. If there's, you know, if you hear a weird sound coming from your car <laughs> as you're driving down the highway, Crash you it. don't drive the car <laughs> over a cliff. You go to the, you go to the auto mechanic and fix the problem. Set it on fire. But of course, Do- uh, Donald Trump wants to drive the car over the cliff. Okay, right. so before we're gonna wrap up because we've kept you a long time, but before before we go, tell us who do you who do you like? Would you want to see run in four years? I mean, on on both sides. I mean, mm-hmm. who do you? Who's your favorite? I, I think you know what I, I think. We haven't seen someone who I think should should run. Uh, you know, I, I, right now, I mean, I, I really like Elizabeth Warren. I think Elizabeth Warren should run. Uh, but I think I, in an idealistic way, I think the left absolutely needs like, I don't know, like a transformative Reagan character yeah. who can come in and uh, I think whoever runs has to ha- run on a platform of repairing all of the damage because there is going to be long-term damage to the system unless we do something about what what has happened or what is happening now so uh you know as far as 28 or 2020 goes you know my big concern is that we're going to get a lot of well you remember the uh uh recall election in california yeah it was uh i think it was in i forget year what year it was was some of the early 2000s and it was like a it was like a cattle call of every celebrity weirdo and b-lister in all of California, all running for governor at the same time, and we eventually got Arnold Schwarzenegger out of that. I'm, my fear is that with Donald, because of Donald Trump, it's going to be the same for the presidency now, where we're going to have just this long list of crazy people, <laughs> you know, just yeah, that's what like I said, E-list yeah. reality show celebrities right. all running for president well, at Kid the same Rock's time. Already Kid Rock is now running for Senate, which is terrifying. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, I liked your I liked your answer, and I feel like. You know, too too many. I mean, we love Elizabeth Warren, but too many people want to see the person already, and that's kind of what happened with Hillary. It was like it was decided before. Right. It, but yeah, we need an Obama. We need like Flo Obama to come out. And <laughs> I mean, I loved Obama, so I mean, yeah. he was transformative to me. And I, you know, okay. So oh ta- yeah, me too. Uh, I'm a card carrying Obama bot, but you know, oh, I think good. the real focus needs the real focus needs to be 2018, uh, the midterm election coming up. Because I, I can't underscore how mandatory it is that the Democrats at least take back the House in order to uh, block the Trump agenda and, in fact, to start some sort of impeachment hearing. Have you thought about running for anything? 
Yeah, I mean, you were political. <laughs> you were political science. You were political no, no, science no. major. You had to maybe thought about going into politics, or maybe you would have done. Well, I mean, then again, these days you don't have to have a clean record in order to run for anything. You can be anyone and, and oh, run for president now. What, but you have five I, I, am, I am completely unqualified <laughs> that, to ever be anywhere even close to the president. That drug dealing charge coming across the border is going to catch up with you. <laughs> right. Oh, my years in porn. I just, oh. uh, you know, I don't know if I can get beyond that. Well, tell our 14 listeners where they can find you on all your social medias. Definitely, you guys should listen to his podcast. Mm-hmm. I mean, clearly. Yep. They're all going to just defect and go over to you, and we'll be... I know. We don't need to listen to those girls anymore. We've got Bob Seska. <laughs> <laughs> well, your best bet is to find all my all my crap through bobseska.com. You can listen to my podcast there, and you can find all my social social media from there. And then also, you can support my, uh, my podcast on my Patreon page. So, okay, And that's awesome. all. You can find all of that from bobseska.com. Well, thank you so much. We loved meeting you and hanging with yeah, you. Yeah, so great. Awesome. Thank you. This is great. I'd love to come back sometime. Anytime. <laughs> we're all, we're all going to run for the gay adjacent Smarty Pants ticket. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and we're going to all be this. We're going to be th- like, a, like a thruple. It'll be like a, you know what I mean? There won't be one figurehead. It'll just be three, like a nice, like a nice bigamous thruple. <laughs> exactly. You don't even have to say my name anymore. Just say Smarty Pants is coming back on the show this week. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank thank you, Smarty Pants. Thanks, we'll Smarty talk Pants. Soon. Talk later. <laughs> Thanks. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye bye. Alright, so this is the part of the show where I give Julie the task of finding a positive thing and all the insane negative shit flying around. Between me, our trusted, unpaid, unofficial intern, Aran Aro, and Meow Meow herself, we've managed to eke out four a month for the last eight <laughs> months. How many is that? Eight, sixteen, twenty, thirty, thirty-two. So this is the thirty-third. So there's that. That's oh my god. The age of Jesus' death. It's Whoa. very fitting. Very fitting. Wow. Or he was 33 when he died. I so. feel like Jesus whenever I have to do this. You know Nailed what? to a cross. But also... What? Finding Hot. The, finding the good. Exactly. <laughs> Sl- slightly sexy, Jewish, and finding the good. Just like Jesus. All right, Meow Meow, what is your So There's That for this week? The 33rd So There's That. So I'm going to keep it short. Good. Now, um... I talk a lot of shit about Bernie Sanders, and uh, I love to, oh, I love to, yeah. oh. I love to talk about shit about Bernie Sanders. <laughs> you always do it. We gotta talk about healthcare. <laughs> <laughs> Who has a ba- Jane? Where's my bagel? <coughs> um, he's insane. I mean, I don't know what to say, <laughs> well, and, and whatever. But the thing is, like, there's a place. You know, it's it's all about you know finding your place or whatever. And I thought he would be a terrible president, and I stand by that forever and will never not feel that way however i don't think he's terrible for what he's doing i think he's amazing mm-hmm. i think he's exactly where he needs to be and um he's never proven it more than what's happening right now so basically um bernie sanders is proposing a new rule requiring fair prices for taxpayer funded drugs this is stemming from the zika um the zika virus uh, what's it called? Uh, you know. Well, yeah, we know. What do you the mean? Zika virus. Um, oh, when they give vaccine. You- okay. So basically, there's a company called Sanofi Pasteur. Sanofi Pasteur, <laughs> who's given an exclusive license to produce a Zika vaccine, but it was given money by the army. So the go- U.S. government basically gave the research money to this company to research the vaccine for the Zika virus. This company now. Has, is creating the vaccine and is going to charge an exorbitant amount of money for the vaccine. This is much like that AIDS guy, the EpiPen, and there's other drugs where they, they are not, there's no regulation. This is why regulations are important. There's no regulation on the, the price capping of these drugs. They could charge you $15,000 for an EpiPen and you'd have to pay it. Because to. what are you going to do? Well, the second your kid eats a peanut and starts to fucking die, you'll be like, well, wish we would have paid that 15 Exactly. Gs. So Bernie Sanders is mad as hell and is not going to take it anymore and is proposing a law that puts a cap on these drugs. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> There's no reason if you have Zika that you should be paying $50,000 for the vaccine. <laughs> like, <laughs> you should be paying a dollar or a dollar fifty for the vaccine. This is crazy. 
Um, <laughs> he said the days of allowing Sanofi and other drug makers to gouge American consumers after taking billions in taxpayer money must end. And this is the other important thing is that they not only, you know, are, there's no cap in the in the drug what you pay. The, the research is being given by either the government or our taxes. So they're researching it with our money, finding out how to make a vaccine, and then charging us a million times more for the fucking drug. It's despicable, and the Republicans are not trying to do anything about well, that. Well, no, because they own all those fucking companies. Right. It's like Halliburton all over again. So basically, Bernie Sanders just says, this is simply unacceptable. Sanofi and the rest of the pharmaceutical industry cannot be allowed to make huge profits on the backs of working class Americans, many of whom cannot afford the medication they are prescribed. So, um, you know, I mean, basically, yeah, he's going to try and make a law. Thank God. So there's that. episode of dumb gay politics yep another day another no dollars <laughs> <laughs> but don't forget to send us your wants and needs and desires for our patreon page yeah we are going to be official charity cases as of next week yay so tell us what you'd like to see as perks okay you can tweet us at mr julie goldman and at the brandy howard or you can go on our private facebook fan page and leave us messages and perk suggestions there and julie is performing an oh. hour-long show in long beach on August 19th, That's right. it's just her, That's the right. whole hour, yep. and if you've never seen her do stand-up and you're within driving distance, you should honestly come check it out. I will be there, so obviously mm. that's even up more important reason to come but proceeds go to julie's checking account at bank of america and also to the long beach gay and lesbian center who have been great supporters and are fans of ours and um i've worked with them over the years they're great great people and we love long beach and there's like long beach should be called gay long beach lesbian and i heard that (laughs) i heard kath and uh the ladies might be coming really oh Uh cool so it's going to be super fun and i hope to see you there and it's at a place called executive suite which is a super old gay bar there and um it's going to be fun. You got to come. You got to come. Julie's hour long show is epic. It's called <laughs> Trigger Happy. Yeah, I'm going to do a bunch of new stuff. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's it's you want to see her do an hour. It's like, don't don't just hey, don't just listen to this podcast because it's definitely not her. I best can work. tell you the rage is back. <laughs> I can tell you the rage is back. I don't know if it ever left. But <laughs> as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and white intersectional. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb. Uh-huh, it's all shit, it's all just dumb gay politics America's gotten kinda whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that Cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit it's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A N A N A S. This shit is trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know.